God wants you to prosper. But he wants you to prosper the right way and for the right reasons. So God's raised up Dr. Baker out of our team to teach on finances, to teach on wealth, to teach on prosperity. And she has an anointing for it. And, uh, and I believe if you'll receive what she has to say, that anointing will get on you this afternoon. How many need some, some anointing of, of true prosperity and true wealth to get on you a little bit more? Hallelujah. How about a lot more? Glory to God. Praise God. Because if you had all that you needed. Yeah, yeah, I'm getting there. I had to move over on the seat over here because she kept hitting me. Hallelujah. Amen. Said, Dr. Baker, my arm's going to be bruised by the time I get home. Hallelujah. Praise God. Go ahead. You're going to be the referee. Hallelujah. Praise God. So God has been using her to teach on these things. But what I want to do is I'm going to have her come up and we're going to discuss those three things right now together and then I'll release you after that. Okay? Because we'll discuss it together for a minute. I'll give her first. Government. What's the importance of government when it comes to wealth? Without government, there is no kingdom wealth. That's only earthly wealth. Without Without government, proper government, which is alignment, which is submission, which is the kingdom of God, there is no true wealth. It cannot be kingdom wealth. It can be money. It can be riches. And it can be Christian or worldly kinds of stuff where you got stuff. Or it's got you, actually. But without proper government... There is no such thing as kingdom wealth and proper government. Kingdom government is you don't own a thing. Not even your breath. Even the part of governing, the reason why the prosperity message got out in a mess, because it wasn't accountable to government. It wasn't accountable and didn't submit to the proper principles of wealth, the proper principles of prosperity. And when it does, then it's used for governmental purposes, which is to establish the kingdom of God in the earth. But you know, our main reason for prospering is not to prosper you, but to prosper and advance the kingdom in all the earth. Hallelujah. And in the process, God lets you be a part of it. Let you be blessed with it. Hallelujah. What's the next? Well, let me add to what you just said. You know the scripture that he says, those that work and those that labor, aren't you going to eat from what it is that you do? We seem to always just put that to the ascension gifts. Not so. When you really start to understand kingdom wealth, then your part in it, then you'll eat from it, but you won't eat it and we'll get into that which means you don't eat your seed right, right, right. you don't eat your seed because once you eat your seed there ain't no wealth coming to you you got to know how to plant your seed but because you planted your seed there's still wealth for you 
and you are blessed to the prophets. Amen. A lot of people do is they eat their seed. And once they eat their seed, guess what? There ain't no more seed to plant. And you hinder your future of what God wants to do to you financially. And you got to learn not to eat your seed. Hallelujah. Amen. And sometimes we, and this is what a lot of people are not willing to do, go through a season of just planning. Just giving. Just putting it. And not only is it going to bring more to you, but it's going to prosper you and the kingdom in that process so you can give more seed. Hallelujah. Amen. God wants you to give more seed. Somebody say more seed. But if you have the same seed all the time, you can't give more. Are you still here with me? So you'll be blessed by the seed and the kingdom will be blessed by the seed. But don't eat your seed. Look at somebody say, stop eating your seed. Hallelujah. Amen. One was uh, um, having it where the church, where the fivefold is working together. Yes. Okay. No, you, you tell this. <laughs> Here, let me see your notes. Hallelujah. Amen. <laughs> when the fivefold works together, it brings instant increase. It brings increase. And when we have messed up is especially the Lone Ranger ministry, the money was all about just for them and their ministry. And the fivefold has not learned to share with one another. Because when we begin to share with one another, it brings increase to every fivefold gift. The apostle, the prophet, the evangelist, the pastor, and the teacher. Could I get a good amen? Hallelujah. Pastor only churches have eaten the seed of the other four gifts and have not been sharing it with the other. So that's why we have Lone Ranger evangelists, Lone Ranger prophets. They're out there, and they're not really out there because they want to be out there alone. They're out there because the local house is not sharing the wealth. Did I get a Shanda, Hikamo, some kind of mo? Hallelujah. Amen. <laughs> And this is shifting because if we're going to work, this is how you know you're truly working as a fivefold. You're sharing the wealth. You're taking care of one another. You're making sure that everyone has enough supply to do what God's called them to do, not just you. Hallelujah. Guess what? Then there will be no lack in the house of God. Hallelujah. Because his governments are being fully given to, and that's every one of them. The apostle, the prophet, the evangelist, the pastor, and the teacher. Hallelujah. And it's taking the territory. We can't take territory without finances. We can't take territory because we meet every Sunday. You know it takes money, honey. Hallelujah. Amen. Lots of money to reach the community, to take territory, to advance what you're doing in different places. I believe what's getting ready to happen is we're going to see wealth come into the body given to the apostles. And the apostles will properly distribute it to the fivefold and to the body so that the kingdom can advance in the earth. Could I get a good amen? Hallelujah. So wealth is coming through apostles. Now listen to me. Not any apostle. 
but apostles that are true ascension apostles. And they will take the wealth that God brings to them like it did in Acts. And they will distribute where there will not be one lack among them. Hallelujah. How many believe that's getting ready to happen? Hallelujah. Amen. And great measures is getting ready to happen that God is going to distribute it so that the territories that God's given us could be completely supplied for where not one single person is lacking. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Let's welcome Apostle Dr. Baker. Hallelujah. Praise God. I, I know Prophet Andrew keeps my time all the time. You got one minute. <laughs> Half a minute. No, I don't. Nope. Nope. Nope, I'm on McGee time. You know, you know, I, I am I am so blessed. Last year this time, I was still in the hospital. And tomorrow is the day that I would be getting out. I was thinking about this this morning. This is not a part of my time. I was I was thinking about this this morning. Without love and unity. I would be dead. No, for real, for real. God used the men. I'm, I'm, I'm so blessed to be able to work with a number of men. They are some bossy dudes, and they always talking. But that's okay. <laughs> They are. About they are. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you see, relationship can save your life. Physical what? I've had a relationship with the well, he wasn't Apostle Calvin, with Calvin indeed for about 40 years. It's been a long time. Okay, D and I haven't aged, but <laughs> life is life, you know. <laughs> but for a long time, and I, I was telling Dwayne, their son, um, how sometimes D and I don't see each other. Elder uh, D and I don't see each other for six months, a year, or whatever it is, but it's like. Boom, right back in the conversation. And then I'm building a relationship with Father Randy. And I'm just, you know, and I have a relationship with Andrew's wife and um, Apostle Eddie's wife and all of that. And I'm not friends of theirs because of their husbands. I guarantee you that. But at any rate. <laughs> This is not that time. Wait, just wait a minute. I get two minutes for this. I'm, I'm just following uh, 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 the, 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 the apostle here. Okay, but last year this time, let, let me tell you something that happened um, on the 13th of August, uh, 2021. 
Prophet Andrew and Apostle Josh were in Arkansas. Now just check this out. In Arkansas. And these two young men chose to call me. I was supposed to be in Arkansas. And they were doing whatever they were doing and they chose to call me. I don't know what made you call, but they, they called. And them knowing me because relationship, she ain't making no sense. Now, sometimes they think they say that anyway, but that's not the kind of no sense. He says, she's talking nonsensical. Long story short, they call Apostle Cal. Apostle Eddie had already been talking to me. You need to go to, have you thought about going to the hospital? Maybe you need to go to the hospital. One of my daughters, who's a psychiatrist and uh, epidemiologist in New York, had told me to go to the hospital. And I'm saying, okay, if I need to go, I'll go. They call Apostle Cal in San Jose. Apostle Cal calls my daughter, Pastor Lanzine, in Manteca. She calls Crystal in Manteca. He called her and said, how far are you from your mother's house? Now, see, I didn't know any of this. I didn't even remember any of the calls. My, my body, my, my, my uh, spirit had started to leave my body. My oxygen was in the 70s, and you're dead at that time. I had no, no oxygen going anywhere. He says, get your butt. That's what he said. Upon some cow, that's what came out of his mouth. Get your butt over to your mama's house now. Okay. She got over there. Within three minutes, the ambulance was there. Without all of that, I would be in heaven, which I wasn't ready to go. It would have made him a lying prophet because he prophesied that you will have long life at one of the conferences that I first thing I did when, when we met. Relationship. I'm here out of relationship. I have relationship with Apostle Cal and, and Dee, and that's who introduced me to Apostle Eddie. Now I have relationship with all of them, but the relationship, the integrity of the relationship will save your life. Do you understand? And you can't have prosperity, finances, riches, and kingdom wealth without you having a life in this earth. Okay? So what love and unity is about see unity is in heaven and and that's where we are to be but the relationship of the unity manifesting the love is here in the earth and that's who we are that's what this movement is about so i, I just wanted to to let you know really who we are and how close we are so when I'm when 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 they're the passing me around, don't feel sorry for me. It's, it's okay. It's, it's okay when they're passing me around. Don't don't feel sorry for me because we have relationship, and so I'm I'm used to it. Okay, even on the message that I had, I had another message, but then Apostle Eddie says, no, you're supposed to say this.
chips. And so I said, okay. So at any rate, okay, now my time starts. We're going to talk about the difference between kingdom wealth, the kingdom of God wealth, and Christian wealth, Christian prosperity, riches, and wealth, and worldly. Okay? And we're going to talk about the purpose, but first thing I'm going to do is work with your mind. I am a doctor in psychology, not licensed by the state of California on purpose, because I don't believe what they believe, and they don't believe what I believe. So we can't walk together. I have to follow the Bible that I follow. They follow their Bible. Okay? But if your mind is not right, you can shanda bahamba. You can do whatever. You can get in this word. You can quote it. You can sing it. You can make songs up about it. You can do all of that, but you're not going anywhere. You're in a car with no engine. The engine is the mind of Christ. Apostle Letty talked about, and he says, you know, we have to take, we, we have to disengage the territory before we can take the land, before we can bring in what it's necessary to be done. And as I thought about that, I thank God for my daughter Lonzine and my son uh, Frederick, who's in New York, part of our congregation, because they are really great with helping me with research. And um, I was lost by um, and, uh, Andrew and Eddie yesterday in not doing this on my paper thing, but I have to do it on the computer. That's the way they told me. So if I'm kind of messing up, it's because of them. <laughs> Timothy 3, but these are the scriptures that I'm coming out of. I'll be coming out of Matthew 6, the whole chapter. And the reason, I'm not going to read the whole chapter to you. But the reason for the whole chapter is there's instructions. We quote Matthew 6.33 was the first scripture that God gave me when I came into the kingdom. Okay? But the whole thing of it is, is this. Turn that off. <laughs> That's a patient of mine. They call all the time. Anyway, the whole chapter is the reason no no i need that because y'all told me i'm supposed to get my information from the computer stuff yeah um the whole the whole chapter is things that we should not do do not do not do not do not do not take no take no these are things that we are to obey Just say this to me. Give me a blank piece of paper and then say, I will not feel condemned. I'm older than that. Okay. Dr. Baker is somebody I love. And I know 
she loves me. Okay. I had you to, <laughs> I had you to do that for a reason, because see, a lot of these things are going to burp you, burp you where you sit. And what I mean by that is this: you're not going to like it, but you've been trying to get to a direction. You've been trying to get to a place and you're going in the wrong direction. It was like yesterday or whatever it was, we were coming here and we were going in the wrong direction. And Apostle Cal said, I mean, he actually knew the directions, but I think it was because of D. But the, he, he said, y'all going in the wrong direction. So <laughs> to turn around and go in the right direction in order to get here. Am, am I right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the, whatever. Okay. All right. But this is something that happened. You want to get someplace and you want to get there fast as Apostle Marshall was talking about last night. But what's going on is that you can get there fast, but you're not going to like where you get to. Because it's not where God plans for you to be. So this is, yeah, this is it. See, this is my job. My job is to work on the mechanical. He says, work out your soul salvation with fear and trembling, with the awe of God, with a realizing this. That fear means with that place of obedience. It means I'm willing to obey God no matter how it hurts. I'm willing to obey God. I'm willing not to live so much in this earth to be so earthly minded that I'm no heavenly good. Apostle Marshall talked last night about we are seated in heavenly places. Even the song that my baby had written and God said, I want you to change it. I want you to realize, I want you to sing it from the finished place. I want you to let me sing it to you. I want you to let me show you that I have already done this. You ain't doing that. I ain't fighting no battles. I've already won everything. There is no battles to be fought except you fight to believe that the that the faith that's on the inside of you is able to take you every place that you need to go. You said, I thought you were talking about wealth. I am. Of course. It bothers me to see God's people broke. It bothers me to see us not taking territory. It bothers me to see you wanting and needing. And I'm going to believe for my house. I'm going to believe for a car. Where in the heaven do you see that in the word of God? You won't waste time believing for a car. Believing for a house. Believing for a husband. Believing for a wife. My Lord. I'm putting my faith out there for that. You better take your faith and use it for what you're supposed to use it for. And that's to have the mind of Christ. I'm believing for my kids coming into the kingdom. What didn't... Why you... What... Heavenly places. We are seated with him in heavenly places, not just one place. Oh, I see myself sitting in the seat. Well, you haven't seen the corporate body. 
You think it's just you and him lonely sitting in the seat. And you don't even realize most of the time what it means to sit in the seat. It means that it's finished. It didn't say I'm standing in heaven, standing on holy ground. No, that was Moses. We'll get to him. But what I'm saying is this. You're, we're seated. And if we're seated, it means that everything is already done. It is a finished work. So how are you going to be seated in all of these heavenly places? Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in this earth and on earth as it is in heaven. Which place in heaven? Which place are you seated in? Which area of life is it that you need, that you understand, that you are to be, that you've been assigned to? That number one, all of that thing is coming in. All of that thing is a part of it. All of that thing is it. Seated in heavenly places, not seated in one thing. You're not, you're not stationary. Why are we so earthly minded? When I went in the hospital last year, the Lord told me before I went in there, he says, uh, to be absent from the body means to be present with me. And I'm saying, he says, y'all use that as a death scripture. You're going to use it as a life scripture. You're going to use it to kill death. You're going to use it now. So I don't care what they say. I don't care what their diagnosis is. I don't care what it is that they say. You stay with me. You pay no attention. I'll tell you when to say no. I'll tell you when to say yes. And I'm thinking that, no, no, no. They said, what's today? I said, I don't know. You know, I'm not oriented. You tell me what they could see. I was someplace else. I was there so I wouldn't have to be there. Are we talking about the wealth? Yes, we're talking about the wealth. Are we talking about prosperity? Yes, we're talking about prosperity. Are we talking about riches? Yes, we're talking about riches. But first, because of your mind. If your mind is flawed, then your money is flawed. You think you own something? The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof and everything and everybody, even the breath that's in your body belongs to him. So you think, he said, you think that you, you're believing for your husband. You're believing for your children. You're believing, you're believing, you're believing it's going to do something. He said, I've already done it. Let there be light. Oh, I'm made in the image and the likeness of God. <sighs> so I'm made in the image and the likeness of God. Well, let me see if I'm going to image him and I'm going to like him. When he said, let there be, then there was. You ain't seen your kids saved yet. You ain't seen your husband saved. You haven't seen your wife and your children. You haven't seen these things happen. He spoke it and it was so. God, I thank you. I so thank you that Juanito, I thank you. Did you know what he was doing down there? Probably praising God. No, he was doing, da -da -da -da. oh, that was just his way of praising Jesus. He just didn't know it. His mind just wasn't there. 
You just didn't see it right. Is that a denial? No, but all I can see is the finished work. So I have to speak that way. Don't be telling me you believe the finished work and you speak in everything that's twisted. How you gonna believe it's finished? See, if the mind is not right, how are you going? How are we? How are we? And I'm talking to me too. We're the corporate body. This word corporate, it means corpor uh, corporation. The word corporation came from the word corporate. It means one thing. It means I'm going to cooperate. It means that I'm not by myself. It's the act of being together. It's the act of oneness. It is the manifestation of one. It is not like you starting a corporation here in the earth. Let me get to my message. I mean to his message that he gave me. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, remember I told you uh, Timothy 3, 2 and 8, Exodus 7, uh, 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 7, 13, and Deuteronomy 8 and going all the way to 18. But I'm not going to do all of that. But I'm going to start to read you something. Number one, I was going to read you a prophecy. I don't know if I have time for that or not. As the reason that it is that I know this was put in me. This was put in me when I first came into the kingdom. When I was born from above. This is what came to me. God wants to reveal and unveil the true difference between world riches and prosperity and wealth. Uh, and the kingdom prosperity, riches and wealth. There is a difference even between Christian, Christian, and God never called you that. Come on. God ain't never called you no Christian. You find that in the Bible. I'm a Christian. See, that's the problem. We have allowed the world to be our nomenclator. You've allowed the world to be your nomenclator, and so you call yourself what they call you. There is one race. We keep talking about racism. One race. Now there's bigotry, there's prejudice, there's all of that, but there's one race. I mean, he said that there was one blood. And if we all came from that one, then we're all that one. Don't ask me how all these hues can come out of it. I mean, there's some mysteries. But there is one. And every time they do it, every time you do it, every time you allow that to happen, you bring differences. You bring all of this different kind of stuff. And what happens is you bring separation. So you got to choose as to who's the greatest and who's the next. We ain't Muhammad Ali who thought he was the greatest. Are you understanding? When you start to see it, we're one blood, one blood, one blood, naturally and spiritually. And when we start to operate in that manner, then we will start to uh, really realize that there's neither male, female, slave, or free. And we won't have to question who we are. There is more questioning in the body of who it is that we are than anything else because we live in these dualistic worlds. And I don't mean in the dualistic manner in which the apostle talked about last night. I'm talking about confusion. She said we were going to be people were going to be healed from schizophrenia, bipolar, all of this other kind of stuff. Double minded man is unstable in all of their ways and they get nada, nothing, zip, zippo, nothing. 
from God. You can get it from the devil. Oh, God bless me with this. No, he didn't. You got it because you, you're going in the direction of the adversary. Is this helping your mind? Are you loving me more and deeper? Hallelujah. <laughs> okay. Well, I know you love me, whether you don't, whether you, I even know the skinheads love me. They just don't know it. <laughs> All right. You say, you're living in your fantasy world. Let me live in my fantasy world. I'm good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hallelujah. That's all right, but I still carry what I need to carry. Any rate, uh, uh, the world of Christian finances and the way that it comes about is technically the same way as it does in the world system. We get it the same way. We use the same tools. That's what Christian uh, prosperity, wealth, and all of that is. You work to get it yourself. When the Bible didn't tell you to do that work, that's not the reason you work. You work in order to have something to give. Well, he don't really mean that. How in the heaven? You, you, you do notice what I'm, you, you do. I said, huh? Yes, 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 yes. There, there, that's growth. That, right this minute, that's growth. Okay. <laughs> right this minute, that's growth. Right this minute, let's, let's don't try to make me too adult. Okay. Let's don't do that. Okay. But how in the world can we take the parts of the Bible that we want and the other parts we don't? We do that with the submission problem. Up there it says submit one to another. But then in the same chapters and the same things, it said woman always wear a veil over your head. Men, you shouldn't have no long hair. Men, you shouldn't do this. All of these other things. And we take these things out of context. We pick and choose. This is not a smorgasbord. Do you understand? We're talking about the whole counsel of God. And the only reason, the only way we're going to walk in that was with the mind of Christ. See, he says, let this mind. He says, I'm trying to make it be in you. It's in you. I'm trying to operate, but you won't let me. You will not let me operate in the manner that I want to operate you. And I want to get, what is this? Let's just turn that one off. Uh, uh, what is this we operate in the manner and in the way that we want to operate this is not god it's the whole council it's the whole council of god and until we get this we're going to be going around a mountain we're going to be doing things the same way that the world does it. What we're going to be doing here is the mind of Christ. And I am talking about, I am talking about prosperity. I am talking about riches. I am talking about that. He says, because after you've done, now listen to this. You have to realize something to know that wealth of God is not the same thing as prosperity and riches. Prosperity and riches are meant for you. 
He wants to use it for you to take all of the all of the the the, the greed, all of the the uh, covetousness, all of those things. Even in Deuteronomy eight, it says he talked about all these things, and he says after you bought all of these things, after you've done all of this, you better remember now that if I'm gonna give you the authority, I'm giving you the power, I'm giving you the words, I'm giving you the what you need from the throne, I'm giving you what you need from these heavenly places to create wealth to get it to create it so that I can establish what I want to establish so you don't need any of this once we get into wealth ain't nothing you need because he has already taken care of you and it wasn't because of your faith your deep faith, I believe, I believe, I believe. And it wasn't because you're trying to break somebody's arm to get them to give you something. Get this. Otherwise, you're going to be walking as a mere Christian, mere Christianity, whatever. You're going to be up. We're going to be operating in ways that he did not intend for us to do it. I did this. I did this. I did this. See, I got all this stuff. I got this. I got a car here. I got a house here. I got one here, one there, one everything. You ain't got squat. What <laughs> Because the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. And you say in the mouths of two or three, let it be a thing. He spoke this four or five times. He let it be known all over the word. You don't own nothing. You didn't bring it in. You didn't take it out. That was one of my good words, squad. You know that. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. All right. God does not want us ignorant about how the adversary, the devil, works. He wants us to see his divisiveness and how he tricks the mind. It's more important now than ever to truly operate in the mind and in the form and from the mind of God. He said, let this mind be in you that was also in Christ Jesus. So what mind was in Christ Jesus? It was the mind of God, which does not. You see, he wants you to, uh, he wants us to operate on and from his dimension, from his level. And <clears throat> see, it, um, the adversary is going to do their due. We are about taking the territory. Remember Pharaoh's wizards, uh, uh, Janies uh, and Jambres, uh, who were able to imitate so far. They were able to imitate, get this. They were able to imitate uh, 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 Aaron's rod. They were able to imitate so far. And then all of a sudden, they did. The imitation words, the imitation riches, prosperity, and wealth. Only those All the money that we have that, that that's that, that's that's in the earth. Every week you hear somebody, oh, this is the richest person in the world. This is the richest one. This is the richest one. God said this, 
There is not a single person, you see, and this is where we are placing church, the ruling body, is supposed to be there. And he was talking. My phone is working. Uh, he prophesied something over me about what it was that I was to lead and how it was that I was to walk. And I'm going to read this to you. And then I'm about finished. And I'm going to drop something on you. And then I'll, I'll, I'll be finished. And I'll be like Apostle Diane. Take five places. I was counting them because I was going to pattern after them. <laughs> See, we build, we, we build in relationship, huh? Yeah, there we are. We build in relationship. We build in relationship. Okay, let me read, let me read this to you. <laughs> okay. Oh, well, I'm not, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that because I, I, I can see... Uh, I know when when y'all when people get hungry they get hungry. Okay, now listen to this. All right, listen to this prophetic word. And Dr. Baker, I'm speaking to you right now by the Spirit of God, that you need to expand your thinking regarding kingdom finance because it's bigger than you ever that you could ever think it is. And God has already predetermined pre pre the course that you are able, that you are to walk when it comes to this. And you had glimpses and pieces of it through the years, but you still don't see it in its totality. And God is saying unto you, so that means he's continually speaking to me. And God is saying unto you to think bigger than what you have been thinking regarding it, because it's even bigger. And the scripture came uh, that he wants to do this because this is a kingdom word. Now, you need to listen to this because this concerns you. Otherwise, I wouldn't be reading it. Okay. Hello. We here. Talk to me. Okay. All right. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, uh, regarding it, because it's even bigger and it's, it will actually blow your mind. The revelation that you that will be released out of your mouth, that you will be a catalyst to shift many in the kingdom to walk in the level of kingdom wealth. And they haven't even thought it was possible, that they haven't even thought it was possible to walk in. And it is for the advancement of the kingdom of God. Do you understand? It is for the advancement of the kingdom of God's purposes in the earth and bringing the wealth into the kingdom to propagate the gospel of the kingdom. And he's calling you forth to set you uh, to, uh, set and set you and has ordained you as a catalyst in this season to function in that role. In fact, God says it was written in the book of your life and sealed in heaven before you were born. And he's just been waiting for you to come to an intersection of time that is known as Kairos and, Kairo and Kronos uh, to intersect 
and you're in the season of Kronos and Kairos uh, intersecting. Uh, and, and, and this is what it is that he prophesied. Okay, these kinds of words have been spoken all of this time. This was in him. God had a thing in him that kingdom wealth, that kingdom prosperity was going to come, that it was a necessary part of doing what needs to be done. There needs to be no homeless. There needs to be no trafficking. But first, we gotta take the we got we 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 gotta take the territory. We gotta take these demons out, and that's the way you think. Well, I don't think demonology. Well, do you really know what demonology is? Is anything thinking anything other than what God said? Is smorgasbord babbling? And I just copyrighted that smorgasbord babbling. Any of mine either. I'm not doing that one. You see, when you're seated, when you realize the finished work, you quit whining about how somebody treated you. My God. They treated me this way. He said this. She said this. And then we raise our kids that way. That they're victims. My God, they're gaslighted. They're victims. What kind of prosperity is that? What kind of wealth is that? You don't want it. I don't want it. Well, you know, you gotta, you gotta deal with the natural first. He said, he, uh, 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 not me. Okay, do you understand? Absent from the body, you speak to that thing in the natural. Otherwise, you do not believe what it is that he said. He says, out of your mouth. He spoke about this. He said, out of your belly, out of your mouth will flow my word. Here it is. They, 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 they were able to do this. The pursuit of money produces wealth created from a source other than God. When you pursue this thing called wealth, my daughter wrote this one for me. Uh, the hardness of hearts and ignorance, which is the darkness of understanding, it hides the way of the kingdom of God and what it is that the king is saying. Going through what it is that he's talked about last night. You see, you got to realize that until you choose to believe, until you choose to make, to draw a line in your, in your body, a line in your mind that says, I will not cross over to that stupid butt thought. I will not eat from the, from, from the dirt. I'm not going to eat backwards. I eat from there and speak it into here. My strength comes from there and comes into here. If our minds don't change, we'll get money, but the same way that everybody else does. I'm working with people right now that God wants to drop. Uh, 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 these two people were in the car with me when uh, uh, just a few minutes as we were coming, and 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 uh, 
um, uh, 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 someone was showing me the certificate of something that I'm working with them with for a, a, a $20 million type of a thing. And what's going to happen? It ain't going to never happen until their mind works. There's another one that's a whole lot more than that. God has me working with these people. Why? To work on their minds. Have you ever had it where somebody, has any of you ever had it? Oh my God, you know, pray for me. And when I get the settlement, yeah. woo, when I get it, hallelujah, when I get the settlement, I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you the tithe. And in fact, I'm going to give you some personal money yourself. Anybody ever had that one? You know why? Because it came from the earth. It came from the earth. I'm going to close with this. Until we take Matthew 6.33 after you've read all the rest of it until we uh, 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 go to, I, I have to read scripture because somebody says she didn't preach, she just talked. Uh, go, go to Timothy 3. Uh, choose either one. Uh, the first, <laughs> first Timothy, first Timothy reader. <laughs> I, I just figured that either one of them would come up there and, and they would be fine. Yeah, first Timothy 3, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can tell when I'm in a hurry. I'm just I'm gonna, I'm gonna just go to Timothy. It's just okay. All right. Um, in this, okay. The you have to go through the whole chapter, but I think I'm going to eighteen. Nope, not going there. Wait a minute. Is it 3 8? Yeah, okay. Nope, hold on. Let me go back to my notes. See, uh, let me let me just tell y'all something. Let me just tell y'all the way that they the way that Second Timothy. Yeah, let's go. Let's go to two. Let's go to Second Timothy three and eight. Yes, Second Timothy. Okay. See, they were making fun of me writing stuff down on the paper, and now, now, now that I messed up, you're gonna say, "Go, go, go!" You, you should have did that in the first place. Okay. Uh-huh. Let me make sure I'm in Second Timothy. Lord help me. I'm I'm almost finished. Okay. Okay. 
I'm going to read this out of the mirror. But you really need to read the rest of it. Okay. Um, and, and the reason I say that is that it's really, really one of those things that's important because it's talking about, uh, well, 3-2 says, for people uh, will be absorbed with their own selfish ambi ambitions and the love with, in love with money and the illusion of how it could make their dreams come true. Living a lie of pretense and vanity, living in the limelight, engaged in uh, hurtful gossip and indifference to their parents, talk, uh, talking everything, uh, taking everything for granted. Do we have that now? And ungrateful and having no genuine regard for what is sacred, for that which is sacred. Typically calloused, without affection, unforgiving, displaying the characteristics of the uh, an accusing diabolical mindset they are without self-control savage and cynical they easily betray friendship uh, are typically impulsive living in pretense like a fire that is all smoke and no flame addicted to sensual pleasures but adverse to god their make-believe their make-believe devotion denies the very dynamics of god uh, uh, God avoid uh, they avoid their hypocrisy. They sneak in homes of vulnerable women. Uh, I'll say believing people, supposedly Christians. Okay, like wolves in sheep's clothing, under the pretense of ministry. They shepherd them into snares of exaggerated of exaggerated longings and intoxicating lies of law language. They put you into bondage. They put you into these things. What I'm talking about today will make you free because God has already set us free. This will make us free. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's a finished work. You are not working for it. You are to be the hearer. You're to hear. You're to see. And then you're to speak and to do. That's the way our mind needs to think. And then we will get the insight that is necessary in order to manifest it here in the earth as to what it was the apostle are talking about. These women, these people are like sitting ducks. They never seem to learn. They fall for anything that remotely sounds like Bible study. Bible study. And fail to tell the difference between window shopping, the promises, and the mirror gazing of the truth. The, now, this is the scripture. These guys, these people, with their deadly legalistic, he says Jewish agenda, agendas, but I'm saying Christian agendas. I'm saying religious agendas. I'm saying all of these agendas seem to be on par with the two Egyptian magicians, Janis and Jambres, who tried their best tricks to compete with Moses. Apostle Eddie said, we got to take the land first. The supernatural is not proof of faith the way that they do it. These people oppose the truth of grace. Their minds are fully engaged in selling their religious self-help programs. Because that's what you've been doing. You go to all them seminars or scimitars or whatever they are. How to do this. How to get this. How to do this. Forgot where you were supposed to be seated. 
And they are stubbornly refused to acknowledge that God, what God believes about them. My God. Remember, Israel died in the wilderness because of unbelief, which was believing the lie about themselves. About themselves, Apostle Cal taught that the other day. Not not because of the lack of supernatural stuff, but because of the lack of having their minds renewed. So tune in the next time for more of how to build wealth.